Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, the 1st of September, and it's Ginger Cat Day. And a big happy birthday to Lily Tomlin, Barry Gibb, Gloria Estefan, and Zendaya. There were 32,181 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and 50 additional deaths announced. And as the last international troops left Kabul airport, the Taliban celebrated with gunfire and fireworks as they declared victory in their 20-year war. The Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab says that the military effort in Afghanistan since 2001 has not been in vain. But if you look back at the gains, in 20 years we haven't seen Afghanistan used as a base for terrorist attacks. Uh, We've seen uh, 10 million more children getting uh, access to education, 4 in 10 uh, girls getting access to uh, education that wouldn't have seen a school book before. With reports that the British government's opened talks with the Taliban to secure safe passage of thousands more Afghans and British citizens out of the country, Dominic Raab says there are still a wide range of options available to ensure the Taliban remain cooperative. We retain the right to exercise self-defence, including against terrorist groups, working diplomatically with our partners, access to the international financial system, which we know the Taliban are looking for. Even as negotiations begin with the Taliban on safe passage, Labour's shadow Middle East Minister Wayne Davis says the government should never have found itself in this situation to begin with. I'm not full of confidence at this stage. Now, let's be honest, we shouldn't be in this position. What we should have done is ensure that we bring out civilians first and then the armed forces later, not the other way around. And former Specialist Military Unit Colonel Ash Alexander Cooper says that Afghanistan represents a very real security risk as some of those released from jail pose a real threat. There are some very, very seasoned uh, terrorist leaders who are now out there. So that is extremely concerning. And the vacuum will be filled by others. And this, I think, will require us to need to work with Russia, China and others who do still have some influence. President Biden addressed the American nation last night as he faces increasing media criticism over the US withdrawal. And he was clear and unequivocal about his position. My fellow Americans, The war in Afghanistan is now over. He spoke of being the fourth American president to face the prospect of America's longest-running war and said that, as he'd promised during his campaign, it was time for U.S. troops to come home. Remember why we went to Afghanistan in the first place? Because we were attacked by Osama bin Laden and al-Qaeda on September 11th, 2001, and they were based in Afghanistan. We delivered justice to bin Laden over a decade ago. But he also had a warning for those that wish America harm. To those who engage in terrorism against us or our allies, know this. We'll hunt you down to the ends of the earth and we will, you will pay the ultimate price. Extinction Rebellion continue their climate change protests in London in advance of this autumn's COP26 climate summit in Glasgow. And one person not impressed by the plans for the summit is Greta Thunberg. She spoke to BBC Scotland and says it's ridiculous that the country hosting the climate change summit is in the middle of planning a new oil field. I think that maybe summarises the whole situation that we are in. The fact that these kinds of countries who are actually hosting the COP is planning to... To, to actually expand fossil fuel infrastructure to open up new oil fields and so on. Still to come on the Smart 7, it's a bad day for alpaca fans and James Bond's got another trailer oh, right after this. Hey, it's Jamie here. I need your help. 
I'm running the London Marathon in a few weeks on behalf of Children with Cancer UK, which is obviously an incredibly important charity. My knee cartilage and chafed thighs would love it if you could support me with whatever you have spare over at thesmart7.com forward slash marathon. Thanks ever so much. See ya. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. You're listening to The Smart Seven. If you're enjoying it, you might also like The Smart Seven Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Tuesday was day seven of the Tokyo Paralympics and there were more records broken by Team GB with 12 more medals in the bag, including three golds. Dame Sarah Storey won her 16th gold, which makes her Great Britain's joint most successful Paralympian of all time. And Andrew Small picked up a gold in the Paralympics T33 category 100 metre final. His proud parents told GMB some of his extraordinary story. When he was born, the odds were not at all in his favour and uh, we couldn't touch him. He was in an incubator. You know, luckily all's well that ends well. And uh, it's fantastic to think he's gone from being this tiny person, um, you know, head as big as a chocolate orange, and yet now he's ended up a Paralympic champion. So it's, it's amazing. Couldn't be proud of him. It was a sad day for alpaca fans yesterday as the long-running battle to save Geronimo came to a sad end. He's twice tested positive for bovine TB, so the Department of Food, Environment and Rural Affairs, or DEFRA as they're known, issued a destruction order. His owner, Helen MacDonald, battled through multiple high court challenges in a bid to save her furry companion. But it all ended on Tuesday morning when the DEFRA team arrived with the police and a warrant. I'm absolutely disgusted by this government. They know that they set him up four years ago with incompetence and bullying and a falsified test that has no validity. This morning, Geronimo has been manhandled out of my farm. A long, long time ago, we were expecting a new Bond movie, probably Daniel Craig's last, called No Time to Die. However, coronavirus intervened, and so instead we've just had trailer after trailer after trailer. So much so that the cast seemed to have slightly lost the plot. Daniel, tell us a bit about... um trailer the trailer shows some of the work we've done but there's so much more in the movie than that and i'm incredibly excited to get people to see that trailer because i think it's uh, it really works okay i mean there's usually a fair more bit in the movie that's kind of how trailers work pal let's check in with co-star lashana lynch any thoughts on well the trailer i'm glad that people get to just see what i saw at least a glimpse of it and um get to feel that excitement that everyone feels with a trailer like this there's action, there's drama, there's emotion, there's tears. Man, woman, child will enjoy it. Okay, all right, I get it. We should definitely sit and watch the trailer. Can we just watch the movie at some point, please? This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft